as God intended. Let's go. Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I am your host, Dr. Brian Artis, and thank you so much for listening. We've got an exciting show, I hope. I hope you guys are excited and are going to learn something, and I hope you had a great weekend. I just returned from Washington State. I attended and spoke at the Great uh, Northwestern Great Awakening event, uh, sponsored by Mike Terry and others there. And that was a great event, and I appreciate everybody being there and supporting those events where we're speaking. It is a great honor to be amongst other people who are patriotic and desire freedom above all things. All right, this show is actually being brought to you by America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via recorded podcast at AmericaOutloud.com. We're also on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora Networks. Just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa, whatever you need to listen at your leisure. Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored today by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference integrity and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com and enter promo code OUTLOUD to discover the medicine that God intended for us all. Get incredible deals and find Global Healing and all of the wonderful ALL sponsors at AmericaOutloud.shop. All right, here's our show today. For those of you who attended the Healing for the Ages conference or who actually registered and or post-registered and have downloaded and watched all those presentations, I hope you do. Remember, you can go to healingfortheages.com, put in the discount code ARDIS, A-R-D-I-S, and you can save 50 bucks off the $199 value, which includes each of the video presentations over two days by myself, Dr. Group, Dr. Ely, Dr. Schmidt, on everything you need to know about how God designed the human body, what it means to feed the human body what natural resources God put on the earth to keep all of us healthy, safe from all the biological weapons other human beings later on would try to create to make us sick, ill, or dead, or infertile, actually. So go to healingfortheages.com, make sure you buy that uh, presentation. Uh, on day two, we presented all the major vectors of biological weaponry that they're using against us and put together an incredible presentation. You'll get all the videos, all the PowerPoint presentations, all the resources to that actual presentation. Each of the solutions we offered in hyperlinks uh, to each of those companies, websites, you name it. And one of the topics, one of the big ones was one of their favorite vectors of making us sick, ill, dumb, and less spiritual and less conscious is actually our water systems. It is one of their favorites. In fact, I came out with Watch the Water with Stu Peters uh, two years ago. Uh, 100% per convinced that the majority of us got sick by them actually putting the venomous spike proteins into our water systems. And at the Healing for the Ages, I showed how in 2017 and 19, three different studies were conducted and funded by our United States government and federal health agencies. And what were they testing? They were testing what happens to DNA plasmids put in our water treatment facilities when those plasmids are exposed to chlorine, ultraviolet light, hydrogen peroxide, and acids they add to water. Now, why would they do that? Why were they wondering what was going to happen to plasmids? The only other place you're going to see that plasmids were intentionally put in something in relationship to COVID was inside the COVID-19 vaccines, particularly the mRNA vaccines. In fact, they published, they only put 
DNA plasmids in there. Go look at the NIH's website right now. So the plasmids are what they're putting in the shots. And they say they synthetically manufacture these and synthetically manufacture the venom spike proteins and insert them in the DNA plasmid and put them in the the actual vials of the Pfizer and Moderna shots. Well, if that's the case, the DNA is sitting, these plasmids are sitting inside of water. That is a liquid-based formula they're injecting inside of billions of people around the world. So they want to know what does ultraviolet light, acids, and others do in your water systems. Of course, this is how they spread COVID was through the water. Air is a big deal too. But in the Healing for the Ages conference, Dr. Henry Ely did a phenomenal job on day one demonstrating how to actually cleanse the water. At least I think it was day one. Maybe it was day two. But did an entire demonstration of how easy it is to filter water using a gravity filter, how easy it is to actually distill your water and then structure the water to remove all toxic memory that is actually found in water. Water conforms to the energies of things put into it words that are said to it. Uh, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Water is. And in fact, today we're going to only talk about water in this entire show. And for me, this will be very fun. And for me, I've been very enlightened over the last couple of weeks. I've had a book in my possession for 20 years. Uh, I think I've read it, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> I think I might just like the pictures, but I uh, decided to go through this since the healing for the ages. And it took me about three flights to get through this really short book, but I was blown away by the information in this book. And I want to relate to you what is in this book. So not very often do I read a book and I find myself highlighting something on almost every page that I want to be able to go back and reference. So to set the stage for this book and in reference to water, I'm hoping that what I share with you as the highlights of this book, I just finished uh, flying to Washington state on Friday just a couple days ago, in completion of the last chapter of the book, I would like to read through the highlights in here and discuss them with this audience. Because for me, uh, it's been two years now where I've talked about the significance of water in this pandemic. Well, they have been poisoning us with chlorine. They've been poisoning us with fluoride. They've been poisoning us with all kinds of chemicals they add to our water. Phosphates, organophosphates. Just so you know, if you don't know what organophosphates are, they're putting them in our water. And organophosphate's an example is glyphosate. So, um, and I'll give a shout out to a lady named Jill on this show. Uh, she continues to either drive here, find me at events, and bring me information on a company called the Caris Corporation, C-A-R-U-S. And how they use, how they are actually one of the only companies in the entire country that the government of the United States contracts with to put all the proprietary blends in the water we shower in drink that is delivered into all of our homes throughout this country. Now, Karis has a Nazi Germany connection, this family and this company, uh, but each of the proprietary blends are proprietary. All their treatment products are proprietary and they do not disclose what they put inside of them whatsoever. Uh, and she has shown me a ton of documents and stuff. And I'm convinced that Karis is probably implicated in this entire pandemic not just for this country, probably multiple countries. But uh, if people would like to do some research into Karis Corporation, uh, go ahead, help us out at the Healing for the Ages. We need to know who are these people responsible for. Uh, also help us host at the Looking for Healing radio show. Anybody wants to do some research in, on our behalf and to help us, that would be phenomenal. Uh, I cannot look up all things. I do not have time to look up all things, but man, it would be really exciting to get some experts in water systems, water treatment plants, 
the Keras Corporation have them do some research into the use of phosphates. Uh, this is significant too because what did they find was the number one cause of death for all COVID-19 patients, a substance called phospholipase A2. It's a phosphorus derivative of snake venom. Uh, and I'm sure phosphates are adding to our water systems, which they do, Keras, the corporation, they probably mimic the same actions as the phosphorus elements found in snake venom. And there's two of them particularly that were found. One in the shots is called snake venom phosphodiesterase. Phospho means phosphorus. And then the venom protein that was responsible for all deaths of COVID-19 patients in hospitals is called phospholipase A2. And they found six or seven of those phospholipase A2 enzymes from snake venoms in the Italy study for COVID. All right. So to set the stage for why this is significant, I just needed to introduce the Healing for the Ages conference and why it is I think it's important I go through some of the highlights of this book I bought 20 years ago called The Hidden Messages in Water by Masaru, M-A-S-A-U, sorry, M-A-S-A-R-U, Masaru. Emoto, E-M-O-T-O. Now, this book is copyrighted, the one I have from 2004. There's probably other editions, but uh, this is a phenomenal read. So I want to explain to you why this is significant. Are you looking for healing? This is Looking for Healing Radio. The very first thing you've got to give up is the crap you're drinking. In fact, I gave up sodas when I was 14 years old. It doesn't mean that I haven't had stuff uh, like ginger ale every once in a while on a plane. No, 99% of the time, I'm only drinking water in my entire life since I was 14 years old. So let's talk about water and why it is when you're looking for healing, why it is number one, I believe, and I've said for 20 years with patients, number one cause I believe for obesity, diabetes in this country and all chronic illnesses is the massive amounts of consumed soda drinks, Coca-Cola, PepsiCo, you name it, all those companies, you drink that crap. You drink all that high fructose corn syrup, uh, you are destined for kidney failure, obesity, type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Uh, and just remember, I know they might taste good. They have been created by chemists to taste good. They've always also put chemicals in these drinks to make them addictive. But I want to remind the audiences, just remember, you ever watched a National Geographic show? You ever watched a documentary on animals of any kind? You ever noticed that Human beings are the only creatures on earth that drink anything but water. Animals on the planet don't make any excuses for why they want to drink anything else. They only drink water. Why do you think they only drink water? What do you think human beings should only be drinking? Water. All right, so let's get into this. Uh, I've already talked for many minutes, but for the last seven minutes of this segment, I'm going to go through some of the introduction of this book and give you some of the highlighted thoughts and findings of Emoto in his book, The Hidden Messages in Water. The average human body is 70% water. We start out life being 90% water as fetuses. When we are born, we're 90% water. And by the time we reach adulthood, we are down to 70%. If we die of old age, we will probably be about 50% water. In other words, throughout our lives, we exist mostly as water. We don't mostly exist as Dr. Pepper, Gatorade, beer, wine, whiskey. No, we live our lives 70% to 90% water. From a physical perspective, humans are water. When I realized this, says Emoto, and started to look at the world from this perspective, I began to see things in a whole new way. 
first, I realized that this connection to water applies to all peoples on the earth. So how can people live happy and healthy lives? The answer is to purify the water that makes up 70% of your body. Water in a river remains pure because it is moving. When water becomes trapped, it dies. Therefore, water must constantly be circulated. The water or blood in the bodies of the sick is usually stagnant. When blood flow stops flowing, the body starts to decay. And if the blood in your brain stops, it can be life-threatening. You'll have a stroke, by the way. Moving, changing, flowing. This is what life is all about. If we consider that before we became human beings, we existed as water, we get closer to the finding the answer to the basic question of what a human being is. If we have a clear understanding of water, we will better understand the human body and even unlock the mystery of why we were born and exist as we do. So just what is water? Water, carried by blood and bodily fluids, is the means by which nourishment is circulated throughout our bodies. This flow of water enables us to live active lives. Water serves as the transporter of energy throughout our body. The transport of energy in the body by our blood is similar to a freight car that moves throughout the body. If the body is clogged and soiled, then the cargo in the freight car will also become filthy. And so it is essential that water always remains clean. In a word, the pioneers of medicine taught us to treat like with like, fight poison with poison. For example, if someone is suffering from lead poisoning, symptoms can be alleviated by drinking water with the minutest amount of lead in it, an amount ranging one part in two twelfths, one trillionth to one part in ten four hundred times, way bigger. And at this level, the matter no longer for practical purposes remains in the water, but the characteristics of the matter do remain. And this forms the medicine for treating lead poisoning. Now, what Emoda is talking about is how they use in homeopathics, for example, the dilution of a toxin poison substance in water. But once they put the product in the water, whatever the toxin or poison is, then they dilute it way down. Why? Because all the water it has been suspended in will take on the structure of the poison or the toxin and will assist the body in healing without it even being present in the water. Another way to express this idea, says Emoto, is that instead of the effect of the matter, the poison being used to get rid of the symptoms, the information copied to the water is being used to cancel out the information of the symptoms from the poison. And all homeopathics are typically suspended in water or you swallow it and put it in your body, which is full of water. So as he continues, water has the ability to copy and memorize information. The realization that water has the ability to copy information has changed my entire life, he says. I was and am fully convinced that water is able to memorize and transport information. But this suggestion has been met with complete rejection by the medical community. The hypothesis, okay, so a year after he submitted his results to the British scientific journal Nature, this is actually referencing, I'm going to read this whole thing because I find this phenomenal. In 1988, a French scientist, Jacques Benveniste, undertook an experiment to test the basic principles of homeopathy. He diluted a medicine with water to the point where the medicine was no longer detectable by clinical means. And then he discovered that this dilution had the same effect on patients as the undiluted medicine. And then a year after he submitted his results to the British scientific journal called Nature, they were finally published, along with the comment that the results of the experiment were doubtful and without any physical proof. The hypothesis has remained buried and forgotten ever since. 
Now, the author of that study did not say that it was unproven. This, the actual medical journal Nature published that. Whenever someone comes along, Emoto says, whenever someone comes along with research and experiments that turn the scientific community on its ear, the reaction to one degree or another is usually the same. If, I long wondered if it might be possible to find physical evidence of the ability of water to memorize information. Might there be some way of seeing it with the physical eye? And then he continues, when your heart is open to possibilities, you start to notice small things that can lead to enormous discoveries. And one day, I casually opened a book to words that jumped off the page. Quote, he read, no two snow crystals are exactly the same. So taking these lessons learned by scientists who have discovered the principles behind homeopathy, where you can take something, put that poison or toxin in water, that water can then be mega diluted to where you can't physically find any evidence of the toxin or the poison you put in the water. But the water, when the patient consumes it, actually gets the same benefit as an antidote as it does uh, the undiluted medicines. This is what triggered Emoto to say, man, I wonder if water actually memorizes information or takes on the energy of things we put in it. And what else does it take on the properties of? Uh, and he actually comes up with some phenomenal findings that I think should, as he pro projects in his books, uh, should change the entire way we see the entire universe, humanity, and life in general. All right. Remember, you can listen to me, Dr. Brian Artis, Nicola Burnett, Dr. H, and Dr. Jana Schmidt every Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific. You can go to our show page on America Out Loud to submit a health question we can all answer on Friday. On Looking for Healing Radio, we're always here for you. Stay tuned because after the break, we're going to continue with Dr. Emoto's work in water memorization, crystallization. It's a phenomenal finding in a book. All right, we'll be right back. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. 
All right, welcome back, healers. I'm Dr. Brian Artis. This segment's going to be brought to you by Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy. Learn how at www.energetichealthinstitute.org. Holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. Join the EHI family and let's make tomorrow amazing. Go to www.energetichealthinstitute.org. So proud of Dr. Ely and everything he does over there with these students to educate them. It's pretty phenomenal to take the principles we've learned over our many decades and actually get people to apply those in their own life to recover and live a healthy, symptom-free life. I'm going to continue with Emoto's book. What you really know is possible in your heart is possible. Whatever you really know in your heart is possible. We make it possible by our will. What we imagine in our minds becomes our world. First thing Emoto did was I looked at the crystals of tap water from different locations. What he decided to do was I'm going to take water from tap water from all over the country of Japan and other parts of the world. And I'm just going to put one drop in a Petri dish and I'm going to flash freeze it and take really quick pictures of it. And I want to see, does the water crystallize into what kind of structures? Remember, he said he was motivated by reading words, no two snowflakes are alike. Well, the water falling to the earth in form of rain that then freezes and turns to snowflakes. There's no two snowflakes alike. And he wanted to know, well, is water and the structure of the water, is it impacted by the things we put in our tap water, uh, chemicals added to water? What about poisons in the water like radiation? What about our thoughts? What about words? What about music? Uh, what about praying? Do these things have an impact on the structure of water physically? This is what he said. First, I looked at the crystals of tap water from different locations. The water of Tokyo was a disaster. Not a single complete crystal was formed when they froze it. Tap water includes a dose of chlorine used to sanitize it, utterly destroying the structure found in natural water. And it kept the tap water from freezing into crystals like a snowflake. However, within natural water, he continues, no matter where it came from, natural springs, underground rivers, glaciers, and the upper reaches of rivers, complete crystals formed. He says, my efforts to photograph ice crystals and conduct research began to move ahead. Then one day, the researcher he had hired, who was as caught up in the project as I was, said something completely out of left field. <laughs> he said, let's see what happens when we expose the water to music. He said, we first tried distilled water from a drugstore. The results astounded us. Beethoven's pastoral symphony with its bright and clear tones resulted in beautiful and well-formed crystals. Mozart's 40th symphony, a graceful prayer to beauty, created crystals that were delicate and elegant. And the crystals formed by exposure to Chopin's etude, etude in E op 10 number three surprised us with their lovely detail. All the classical music that we exposed the water to resulted in well-formed crystals with distinct characteristics. In contrast, the water exposed to violent heavy metal music resulted in fragmented and malformed crystals at best. Now, as I go through this, listeners at home, I need you to recognize that he tested musics first against water, and he wanted to know, what's the impact of music on water? When he played classical music, the water itself formed beautiful crystals. When they exposed the water in these Petri dishes or glass Petri dishes to heavy metal music, they were fragmented and malformed crystals at best. And in the book, he has pictures of all these, and I can't really, I'll describe them in this radio show, but I can't show you. 
But when you buy the book, you can see them. The reason why this is so important is because classical music created beautiful structures of the water. Heavy metal music made malformed and disgusting looking if it was even a structured crystal at all. This should have huge implications on everyone listening. That means because your body is anywhere from 50 to 70% water now as adults and teenagers, what you listen to, the noises we hear, the sounds we listen to and allow ourselves to be subjected to have a direct impact on our physical bodies. Why? We're made up of 50 to 70% water as adults. So as I go through this, I need you to recognize this has nothing to do with just water in a glass. This has to do everything with you personally as a human being walking around on this earth, who it is you hang out with, where it is you go, what concerts you decide to go to, what radio station or what music you decide to turn on in your car or when you're sleeping, whatever it is. The sounds you listen to, the words that are spoken to you, the words you speak personally have a dramatic impact on you. Why? Because of the structure of the water that you are made up of. He said, our experimenting didn't stop there. I'm continuing into Emoto's book, The Hidden Messages in Water. We next thought about what would happen if we wrote words or phrases like thank you and fool on pieces of paper and wrapped the paper around the bottles of water with the words facing into the water. It didn't seem logical for water to, quote, read the writing, understanding the meaning and changing its form accordingly. But I knew from the experiment with the music that strange things could happen. We felt as if we were explorers setting out on a journey through an unmapped jungle. The results of the experiment did not disappoint us. Water exposed to thank you formed beautiful hexagonal crystals, but water exposed to the word fool produced crystals similar to the water exposed to heavy metal music, malformed and fragmented. This means you physically listeners. This is me talking Dr. Artis. If you're going to say ugly things to other human beings, you can change their physical attributes, their characteristics, the structure of their body internally and water internally. What you say to others has an impact on them. What people say to you and what you decide to listen to has an impact on you. Then he went a little bit further and he showed them positive expressions on, on tape that they would tape on paper to the actual uh, water. And they put, let's do it. He said, created an attractive, well-formed crystal, but that water exposed to negative expressions like do it barely formed any crystals at all. The lesson that we can learn from this experiment has to do with the power of words. The vibration of good words has a positive effect on our world, whereas the vibration from negative words has the power to destroy. He says, I particularly remember one paragraph or one photograph. It was the most beautiful and delicate crystal that I had so far seen formed by being exposed to the words love and gratitude. It was so beautiful that I can say that it actually changed my life from that moment on. I think we've all had moments like that, right? My entire life was changed when I watched my father-in-law be killed in the hospital. It really changed after I read Dr. Anthony Fauci's uh, remdesivir memo to all hospitals in the country in May of 2020. And as any of you know who are listening to me, you're probably listening to me ever since I decided to hire a publicist and go into the media to try to save as many lives as I could. And there's been a lot of rewarding, humility, depression, sadness, fatigue, uh, feeling overwhelmed. There's been a lot of experiences for my own self along this journey. 
But like this weekend, when people come up to me out of the crowd and want to take pictures and hug me and tell me that I saved their life or their loved one's life, which I heard many times in Washington, both about the hospitals and with nicotine and my recommendations for health. Uh, we had a lady named Megan who actually came. She lives in Washington State. She came and actually uh, approached me and said that everything that I've been teaching and educating on weekly on this platform and others gave her the confidence to make changes in her own personal life. She was up to 500 and something pounds and she's now below 300 pounds and she uses the nicotine. She uses the foreign protein cleanse, the EDTA I created. And she bought the books, uh, the diabetes code and the obesity code. And she followed those principles like I've outlined for a lot of people. And uh, she is now off of four or five different meds that she was on for psychological issues, even being diagnosed bipolar and other stuff. She's no longer on any of those meds. So congratulations to her. And when they would show me their gratitude, love, and give me a big hug, I could actually feel how my body responds to those very kind words. And it's very humbling and it helps to buoy me up. Our words have power and meaning and they impact us physically in the real world. He continues, the more out of desire to help as many people as possible remain or become healthy, I'd worked for years taking care of the sick. And the more afflicted people that I see, the more I became convinced that illness is not just an individual problem, but a result of the deformation of society as a whole. Unless something is done about the deformed world that we live in, and unless we can heal the wounded soul, the number of people suffering from physical illness will not decline. Just as a drop in a pond creates a ripple that spreads out endlessly, the deformity of even one soul spreads throughout the world, resulting in global deformities. But all is not lost. There is hope. There is salvation. And it is called love and gratitude. Now I'm going to get into chapter one. This is a very cool chapter that I think sets the stage and principles for why it is you at home with all of your loved ones, children, teenagers, grandparents, uh, you name it, parents, all your friends. We should be encouraging them to make sure they're drinking filtered and distilled water for a reason. All right. Chapter one reads of what is the universe made? If you guys have wondered what I've been reading, it's been the prologue written by Dr. Emoto. Of what is the universe made? All right. Starts out with understanding the fact that we are essentially water is the key to uncovering the mysteries of the entire universe. And we will continue. Hold on here. Got to flip past all the pictures, which are so beautiful of all the water crystals. Water is the mirror of the soul, he says. What gives water its ability to reflect what is in the people's souls, he questions. In order to answer that question, I would first like to make sure that you understand this fact. Existence is vibration. I'll repeat that. Emoto says, existence is vibration. My years of research into water have taught me that this is the fundamental principle of the universe. Everything is eternally moving and vibrating on and off at an incredible speed. According to the Hamiyashingo, the Buddhist Wisdom and Heart Sutra, quote, that which can be seen has no form, and that which cannot be seen has form, end quote. We can now say that this strange contradiction spoken ages ago by the Buddha has been proven true by modern science. Our eyes can see objects, but they can't see vibration. However, I'd like you to ask yourself if you haven't had the experience similar to the following. You're talking with someone in a room and the mood is warm, friendly, and free-flowing. Then another person enters the room. The moment they open the door, you notice a change in the atmosphere. And now instead of warm feeling in the room, the space is encased in a dark and cold mood. 
You look at the new arrival's face and see a haggard expression and humped over shoulders, someone who looks like they are just tired with life. What could be the cause of this pain? Maybe a broken heart, a mistake at work, or just general disgust with life? I'll leave it up to you. What I want you to think about is why the mood in the room changed the moment that the door was opened. Human beings are also vibrating, and each individual vibrates at a unique frequency. Each one of us has the sensory skills necessary to feel the vibrations of others. A person experiencing great, and by the way, each one of us has the sensory skills necessary to feel the vibrations of others. Have you not noticed how someone walking into a room can lift the mood of the room, bring excitement, joy into a room, and haven't you felt the doom and gloom when someone else comes in and steals it all? It's like they suck the room, all the energy out of the room. And how about you? This is me talking, not the book. Have any of you actually been sitting anywhere, standing anywhere, and then you could feel that someone's looking to you or looking at you, and then you slowly turn and look, and sure enough, somebody's staring right at you. And uh, this is because you can sense their vibrations, their energy. You can feel it. The same principle, Emoto continues, also applies to objects and locations. For example, there are locations where accidents frequently happen, locations where businesses succeed, and locations that create happiness. And you might have heard about a jewel that brings tragedy to successive owners. This applies not only to physical objects, but the various phenomenon that go on in the world also emit characteristic frequencies. A change in the energy of the atmosphere results in lightning and storms. Intense energy will result in natural disasters. But we need to realize that these are not evil events. If we consider the enormous amount of evil energy being blown away, perhaps we should actually be appreciative of lightning and storms. For another illustration, think about the fact that people around the world enjoy coming together to celebrate. When people gather, wear special clothes, sing and dance, and are festive, the result is that stagnant and evil vibrations are dissipated, and joyous vibrations are created. All things vibrate, and they vibrate at their own frequencies. When you understand this, Emoto says, you will significantly broaden your understanding of the universe. With this understanding, your eyes will open to things you have never seen before. Things previously pushed to the back of your consciousness and these discoveries and feelings will give a new life to your soul. This is Looking for Healing Radio. That's what we're trying to bring to you. The fact that everything is in a state of vibration also means that everything is creating sound. This doesn't mean that we can hear every sound, although there are some people who apparently hear the voices of trees and who can communicate with plants. Whether you can hear the sound or not, we can say that the unique frequency of all objects can be interpreted as sound. It is said of the human ear is generally capable of hearing frequencies from approximately 15 hertz to 20,000 hertz. Actually, it's a good thing that our ears have such limits. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't be able to sleep at night if we could hear all the trees and everything else. The natural world is indeed well designed. Everything is in balance. And as sound is created, there is a master listener to receive the sound. That master listener is water. And you, people listening, are water. Water, so sensitive, he, can send, he continues, to the unique frequencies being emitted by the world, essentially and efficiently mirrors the outside world. The water on the earth is mimicking what we are creating in the world. Music and spoken words are vibration. They are easily understood and interpreted by just about anyone. Sounds like the chant created by a human voice at a Buddhist funeral create a healing frequency. The written words themselves actually emit a unique vibration. When he was talking about taping the water to the glass Petri dishes, he said the written words themselves actually emit a unique vibration that the water is capable of sensing. Water faithfully mirrors all the vibrations created in the world and changes these vibrations into a form that can be seen with the human eye. When water is shown a written word, it receives it 
as vibration and expresses the message in a specific form. You might think of letters as being a visual code for expressing words. We can surmise that when a complete geometric crystal is formed, water is in alignment with nature and the phenomenon we call life. The crystals do not form in the water that has been polluted by the results of our failure to remember the laws of nature. When we tried taking photographs, he says, of crystals from Tokyo's tap water, the results were pitiful. This is because the water is is sanitized with chlorine, thus damaging the innate ability of water to form crystals. When information in conflict with nature is present, an incomplete crystal will be formed. The words gratitude and love from the fundamental principles of the laws of nature and the phenomenon of life. Therefore, water in its natural form is required to create hexagonal form. By contrast, words such as you fool do not exist in nature and are instead unnatural elements created by people. Words that revile, harm, and ridicule are the result of the culture created by humans, not by nature. All right, stay tuned. After the break, we'll have me coming right back. We'll see you in just a few minutes. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out AmericaOutloud.shop. Look for ASEA cell signaling molecules liquid supplement and check out nurse michelle's recent favorite asia product renew 28 revitalizing redox gel because this gel helped get me through some significant muscular pain during my healing process following a recent canoeing accident when i broke my hip give it a try for your aches and pains and let nurses out loud hear how your health has improved in 2008 People could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. 
All right, healers, welcome back. I'm Dr. Brian Artis. We're going through Dr. Emoto's book, The Hidden Messages in Water, where he has discovered that sound and work music, sounds, words, actually change how water structures itself. It actually changes how water behaves and how it functions. And we are human beings, 70 to 90% water. I'm going to continue in the book on page 46. It's likely that only vibrations of love and gratitude appear in nature. An observation of nature shows this to be true. The trees and plants show respect for each other by the way they live in harmony. This also applies to the animal kingdom. Even lions only kill when hungry and never at random. The plants and the shadows of the trees do not complain and the animals do not try to take more food than they require. In an article in the March-April 1989 issue of the American Scientific Journal, 21st Century Science and Technology, Warren J. Hammerman wrote that the organic matter that forms human beings generates a frequency that can be represented by sound at approximately 42 octaves above middle C, which is the note near the center of a piano keyboard. The modern standard for middle C is approximately 260 hertz. So this means that the sound reaches roughly 570 trillion hertz. Since hertz means vibrations per second, this indicates that human beings vibrate 570 trillion times a second, a number that exceeds the imagination and indicates incredible and wonderful hidden potential. Humans are the only creatures that have the capacity to resonate with all other creatures and objects found in nature. We can speak with all that exists in the universe. We can give out energy and also receive energy in return. However, This ability is a two-edged sword. When people act out only on their own greed, they emit an energy that serves to destroy the harmony within nature. The defiling of our earth is the result of an unrelenting hunger for convenience and the fulfillment of greed initiated by the Industrial Revolution. This has led to lifestyles of mass consumption that seriously threaten the global environment. We have embarked on a new century, a time in history when we must take and make serious changes in the way that we think. Only the human can resonate for the rest of the world. And this is why it's so essential that we change our thinking so we can live in harmony with nature and not go on destroying the earth. What vibration we give to the earth and what kind of planet we create depends on each one of us as individuals. How will you choose to live your life? If you fill your heart with love and gratitude, you'll find yourself surrounded by so much that you can love and that you can feel grateful for, and you can even get closer to enjoying the life of health and happiness that you seek. Remember, this is Looking for Healing Radio. We've always consistently said the power to heal is only inside of you. The life you live and the world you live in are 100% up to you. It isn't up to me. It's up to you. One of the most mysterious things about water is the simple fact that that ice floats in it. When other substances move from the liquid to the solid state, the density of the molecules and atoms that form the solid increases and the substance becomes relatively heavier. However, water particles align in a very unregulated way with many large spaces between them. When ice returns to water, the particles become hundreds of thousands of times more active. As the particles become more active, the spaces fill in, making the liquid form of water denser and heavier than the solid form of water. But not all scholars... Okay, so I'm going to share with you a theory that's presented in the second chapter of his book. Water is the mother of life while also being the energy for life. This is possible because of the unique characteristics of water. My investigation into the mysteries of water makes me think that water is something not of this earth. 
And I found this very intriguing, actually. I've never thought about it. This is one of the, when I started reading this, I was like, wait, have I read this before? Because I don't remember this. Then he continues, why do you think there is so much water on the earth? Most explanations say that when the earth was formed some 4.6 billion years ago, water turned to steam, evaporated, and formed rain that fell on the earth, resulting in the creation of the oceans. But it all started with the birth of the sun. Lumps of gas came together and started rotating, forming a red ball. The remaining dust and gases came together and formed the Earth and the other planets in the solar system. At this time, the Earth was still a ball of burning magma that contained hydrogen. As the magma cooled, the hydrogen evaporated into the newly formed atmosphere. But not all scholars agree with this theory, and some offer radically different alternatives. One such scholar is Lewis Frank of the University of Iowa who has proposed that water arrived on this planet in the form of lumps of ice from outer space. Professor Frank began his investigation when he became puzzled by the fact that satellite photographs showed black spots. He reached the conclusion that these black spots were small comets that were falling to Earth. These many comets are actually balls of water and are ice and ice weighing 100 tons or more and falling into the Earth's atmosphere at a rate of about 20 per minute or 10 million per year. The theory is that these balls of ice bombarded the Earth 40 billion years ago, creating the seas and oceans, and this same phenomenon continues today. As the Earth's gravity pulls these ice comets into the atmosphere, the heat of the sun evaporates them and turns them into gas. As they fall 55 kilometers from outer space, the gas particles mix with the air in the atmosphere and are blown about, falling to the Earth as rain or snow. I think this is such a cool thing. A few years ago, an announcement by NASA and the University of Hawaii that Dr. Frank's theory does have credibility was widely publicized by the media. But they are they are still many scientists who refuse to accept this new way of looking at the world. Kind of reminds me about when I brought the world's attention that the spike proteins of COVID were actually snake venom. So many people immediately turned their back on that idea. Many are slowly turning their faces forward to it. And then there's still many who just don't want to even look at it. If this new approach were to gain widespread credibility, it would require many of the books in the world's libraries to be rewritten. It would have an impact on almost all the scientific theories related to life on this planet, such as the origin of man and Darwin's theory of evolution. It is universally accepted that there can be no life without water. And if we accept that water, the source of all life, was sent from outer space, then logic leads us to the conclusion that all life, including that of human beings, is alien to this planet. But if we go along with this theory of water being extraterrestrial, then perhaps we can better understand the many unusual characteristics of water. The ocean is where the first speck of life emerged some 3.8 billion years ago. The speck evolved into algae capable of photosynthesis, resulting in the first supply of oxygen. This oxygen, interacting with ultraviolet rays from the sun, encased the earth in a protective veil called the ozone layer. Then some 420 million years ago, life took its first step out of the water and freed itself from the depths of the ocean with the help of oxygen and the ozone layer. The birth of our humanoid parents is believed to have taken place only 20 million years ago in Africa. If we consider the Earth's 4.6 billion year history as con constituting one year, the human being was born at 8 o'clock in the evening on the final day, all made possible by the formation of oxygen and the ozone layer. What information did ancient water bring with it when it left outer space and fell to Earth? We can assume that it carried the program needed for the development of life. And now I hope you are beginning to get a clear image of what life is all about, Emoto says. Joan S. Davis of the Zurich Technological University has conducted research into river water for some 30 years in Switzerland, and she refers to it with the expression, wise water. 
By contrast, she refers to water that has recently fallen as juvenile water. So water that's in rivers floating down in, on the earth. In Switzerland, she calls wise water. New water raining down on the earth is juvenile water. The current system of supplying water through long pipes results in water that is not extremely healthy for the body. When water is exposed to high pressure and flows straight through pipes, the water clusters break down, letting minerals escape. So Joan has focused her attention on finding simple ways to supply healthy water to large numbers of people, including the poor. One of her suggestions is to use crystals. When small ice crystals are introduced into water, the minerals in the water are retained, resulting in water that grows healthier crops. Found that interesting. One of her suggestions is to use crystals. When small ice crystals are introduced into water, the minerals in the water are retained, resulting in water that grows healthier crops. She's also conducted research into improving the quality of water using magnets and designing water taps to give circular movement to the water. She wants to know how natural movement can be introduced in the way water is supplied. She has said this about her own research. There is not much interest in the importance of the physical characteristics of water. For example, it is said that mineral water is good for you. But there are few people who know that the minerals of mineral water can cause hardening of their arteries. Did you hear that looking for healing radio? Minerals added to water can actually cause arteriosclerosis or hardening of your arteries. Also, mineral water that is carbonated has a high acidity, making it unhealthy for the body. In any case, we need to avoid water that comes in a bottle and replace it with naturally flowing water. Water wants to be free. Purified water is not pure. Water processed in treatment plants is not the water that forms beautiful crystals. What water requires is not purification, but respect, she says. I think that's pretty awesome. Water records information, and then while circulating throughout the earth, distributes that information. This water sent from the universe is full of the information of life, and one way to decipher this information is through the observation of ice crystals. The crystals that are formed when water is shown positive words are simply beautiful. The response of water to love and gratitude is nothing less than grander. These positive words give spirit to water, which materializes it to reveal life at its fullest. I also have the impression that the act of looking at water crystals is an act of creating life. This is because when we look at the crystals, the water changes its appearance moment by moment. So he's making the observation, everybody, that the way he even looked at the water, if somebody's looking at the crystals frozen, they actually would change their shape based on the person looking at it. And then he goes on to say that your gaze has a special energy of its own. And while a gaze of good intentions will give courage, an evil gaze will actually take it away. And then he goes on to say that a, a family that subscribed to his magazine conducted an interesting experiment of their own. They put rice into two glass jars, and every day for a month, they said to those jars, one jar with rice. They had two jars with rice. The family and each member every day would say to the, each, each jar, they would say thank you to one jar, and then they would say you fool to the other. And then they tracked how the rice changed over that period. Even the children, when they got home from school, would speak these words, to the jars of rice. After a month, the rice that was told thank you started to ferment with a mellow smell like that of a malt, while the rice that was exposed to the words you fool rotted and turned black. Find that interesting. What about parents who maybe talk negatively to their kids? I wonder if they I wonder if they turn turn gothic or depressed or their spirit turns dark because they're spoken to in a negative way. This should tell you that all of life, including food, rice, living rice in a jar, families would speak, you fool, or thank you, and 
there was a totally different outcome on that food. He goes on, I wrote about this experiment in the book that I published, and as a result, hundreds of families throughout Japan decided to conduct their own experiment for themselves. Everyone reported the exact same results. One family tried a variation of the experiment like the others. They said, thank you to the first bottle of rice and you fool to the second bottle, and then they prepared a third bottle of rice that they simply ignored. What do you think happened, he writes? The rice that was ignored actually rotted before the rice that was exposed to you fool. When others tried this experiment, the results were again the same. He goes on to say, it seems that being ridiculed is actually not as damaging as being ignored. The most damaging form of behavior is withholding your attention. Pay attention to that, everybody looking for healing radio, even your children, your loved ones, your spouse, you yourself, your loved one. The most damaging form of behavior is withholding your attention. So if you want to create a disease outcome, a lackluster life of love, joy, uh, just ignore that person. Being ridiculed is not as damaging as being ignored. He learned this from water. And he goes on to talk about how important it is to give our attention to children and to talk with them. Speaking words of kindness and love should begin from the time of conception. He says, treating your house plants gently, looking on them kindly, and speaking words of praise will help to make them healthy and alive. This also applies to pets and even insects. And he goes on to say, I have no doubt that God greatly enjoys his work and wants to give us the same ability that he has, the ability of creation. Your consciousness, awareness, and goodwill, and your smile from a feeling of love all give new life to water and result in the creation of a new and glorious universe. All right, I'm going to continue here. I'm going to skip to the next chapter, though. He goes on to say in chapter four that the world will change in but a moment. Water is not simply H2O. No matter how natural or pure the water you drink, without a pure soul, it will not taste good. How clear is your soul? Are you weighed down by trouble at work? What about family problems? Is your consciousness troubled? If it is, then you may find that the water you drink tastes plain and dull. After you've enjoyed participating in a sport or other exercise, water, even just tap water, tastes delicious and refreshing. In other words, it's what's inside you that counts the most. When you drink water with a feeling of gratitude, the water itself is physically different than when you drink the same water with clouded feelings in your soul. Our emotions and feelings have an effect on the world moment by moment. If you send out words and images of creativity, then you will be contributing to the creation of a beautiful world. However, emitting messages of destruction, you contribute to the destruction of the universe. If you become aware of this, you will no longer be able to speak words of anger to those around you or blame others for your own mistakes and weaknesses. You have the capacity to change the world within a moment. All you must do is make a simple choice. Are you going to choose a world of love and gratitude or a tortured world filled with discontent and impoverishment? The answer will depend on your attitude at this very moment. According to the teachings of Buddhism, everything in the world is constantly changing and nothing ever changes. Speaking from the principles of vibration, the energy of vibration must go on forever in continuous motion. Understanding that everything exists in this one moment will give hope and light to your life. You no longer need to be troubled by the past, and you can know that the future can be nothing or anything that you will it to be. You, as you are in this very moment, hold the key to everything. And then I'm going to give you an experiment. I would like to see if you guys can do this, and I am going to do it myself. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to do it starting tomorrow. If you want to see how much of an impact your consciousness can have on the world, I suggest that you conduct a little experiment by playing a game we'll call 
cloud erasing. I want you to try to erase clouds using the power of your thoughts. On a partially clear day, look up in the sky and target just one cloud, maybe one, not too large. Your thoughts are very important in playing this game, and so it's important to believe that the cloud will disappear, but you shouldn't try too hard. Focusing too hard will actually have the effect of preventing your energy from being sent out. When you're ready, imagine an invisible beam of energy being sent from your consciousness towards the cloud, bringing it in, breaking it into pieces. See in your mind how the laser beam targets the entire cloud and not just one part. Then say in the past tense, the cloud has disappeared. At the same time, say to the energy again in the past tense, quote, thank you for doing that. If you follow these steps, I'm sure that the cloud will start to thin out and disappear in a matter of minutes. And this is reproducible. He gives evidence of over and over and over that your thoughts, your words, your focus actually has an impact on the physical world. Remember, see your, see in your mind how the laser beam targets the entire cloud and not just one part. Then say in the past tense, the cloud has disappeared. And then say at the same time, thank you for doing that. And then watch it disappear. Your thoughts have a major impact on the world around you. Why? We're all made of water. The universe provides us water. The earth provides us water. Nothing can be more important than filtering your water, distilling your water, and then providing good music, high energy music that is beneficial and love and life providing thoughts that are kind, respectful. And remember, there's nothing more powerfully found than love and gratitude. I recommend everybody purchase the the hidden messages in water book. Look at the pictures of what happens to the water structurally. If water is affected by the thoughts that we project, by the music we project, by the words that we write and tape to the water bottles, imagine what happens to your loved ones, your children, your spouse, those you love, your parents. If you totally ignore them, if you're disrespectful to them, it will be just as damaging to them as it is and appears in the books and images in the book, The Hidden Messages of Water. We'll see you next week. Also, remember, you can tune in every Monday through Friday. 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Tomorrow, you'll hear from Nicola Burnett. The next day, you'll hear from Janice Schmidt. The next day, you'll hear from Dr. Henry Ely. And on Friday, you'll hear from all four of us. At Looking for Healing Radio, we love you. God bless you. And I have nothing but love and gratitude for all of you.